This episode of the Alex Cast was brought to you by The Standard. If you need a place to go in Portland, Oregon, please visit The Standard. You can find it at 14 Northeast 22nd Avenue in beautiful Northeast Portland. Or find their online hub at facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. Please come, enjoy, imbibe with your friends, both from libation and conversation. The Standard. Guys, it's me, Alex, and I am here to do a podcast. Tonight's podcast is going to be one hour with Sean McGann talking about the ins and outs of the career and, more importantly, life of Andy Warhol, starting with his roots in Pennsylvania and ending with his tragic death from AIDS. I don't know if he actually had AIDS. Yeah, it looked AIDSy though. Well, you know, I don't think it would surprise anyone. Yeah. Um, So that's the voice of Sean again, everybody. Hi, Sean. Oh, hi there. Uh, You guys might recognize Sean as being someone that's been on the show a bunch of times. You also might recognize him as the the writer of Everyone's a Stranger, available on Amazon. See that, Sean? It would be surprising if you recognized me from that. Yeah. Well, you might. are you doing your dishes while you're on the show with me? No, I actually just moved something. Okay. That mic is pretty good. I, that, <laughs> that, had, good. that had the perfect sound of doing dishes. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm fine with people trying to read in the computer while they're on the show, but I'm not having people do the fucking dishes. I demand, <laughs> that's that's my line of demanding attention for my guests. Just, <laughs> just hold on, Alex. I'm a little backed up today. I gotta <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my line. It's somewhere somewhere above dishes and, and below internet. That's that's yeah. where the oh come on. You can put more effort into it than that yeah if i just start saying yeah no i yeah no yeah it I certainly know. certainly is uh dish soap well i mean not, yeah. nothing to do with dish soap at all uh it's what <laughs> i mean yeah no i'm not I'm, I, I was just moving uh i was just moving some things off my desk so i could lean forward a little bit well i'm i'm happy to hear it um that is a thing what the hell did we... Oh, yeah, okay. So, this is the reason I, I mentioned that Andy Warhol thing to start with. Obviously, we're not oh, going to spend an hour uh, about Andy Warhol. No, you didn't... Uh, there's no need to apologize. I wasn't actually going to say it now, but I looked down at my notes and realized I didn't actually write any notes except for this one. <clears throat> so, I think... This is my kind of new theory. I've always had a vague theory about this, but now I have like it more solidified. Is I think Andy Warhol was actually just like the neighborhood retarded boy that all the right. tough that all the tough artists just convinced to think that he was a really good artist because every time i hear an interview with him he, he's 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 retarded like he's and i don't mean that in like a colloquial i'm raised for, in new jersey that guy's retarded sense i mean his iq is below the level that would be deemed normal and would be deemed in whatever generation the term retarded uh was the one for that or an idiot or whatever those terms are that you're below 75 cuz he's not a he's not functional uh, I'd 
be lying to you if I said I could really uh, quickly reference any interviews I've seen with him uh, off the top of my head. Um, I, you know, every time I think of Andy Warhol, it's pretty much that version that like Crispin Glover does in the Doors movie, where it's just that like space that like. Uh, <laughs> that was Crispin. I thought okay. that was, I thought that was David Bowie. No, he played him in uh, Basquiat, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew I saw Bowie as him at one point. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, you know that. I mean, that's what I think. I mean, aside from really liking the Velvet Underground, I don't. I don't know that I. I would qualify myself as a. Warhol guy, really. This is this is where I am. Uh, I the only thing of his that I like, and I don't know if it's his, is the Velvet Underground. Like I don't even know why yeah. they're related. I don't know who these people are. I don't. I didn't know Nico was dead until like I don't know. Oh yeah, probably, she's been dead for a while. Probably like five, six years ago. Like I, I had no fucking idea. I just I was like, oh, that's a band that I like the music of. But <laughs> this Warhol guy is every time I see an interview with him and. Not to say that I could, I literally can't even name an interview that I'm referencing. Like maybe like a Mike Wallace, I don't know. But yeah, he just sounds like the poor retarded boy down the street. That's that, that they they made fun of him enough that he's like, yeah, I'm an artist. That's yeah, artist. Notice I didn't do an uh, insulting retarded voice. Um, no, my dad, that was good. He yeah he he um did you just call me dad? I said no. Yeah, that was good. Oh, the maybe no, I did. no, the the wow. no, no. I think the no, the yeah part. <laughs> so I translated to no, dad. I, was like, I hope it wasn't a Freudian slip. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, interesting. One, it's. I mean, you're. I think slightly older than me. And two, um, how am I the dad in this relationship? <laughs> I don't know, but you know, it would make for a good two part, or we could do a paternity test and everything. And... <laughs> that means, you would be <laughs> fuck up. Fuck up. You would be fucked up. Is uh, if we did that, just as you know, we're just fucking around doing a paternity test, and it turns out like we're related by like a generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, wow, like, that'd be... like it's like we we're just fucking around for some dumb podcast, and it turns out we just dredge up this horrible secret <laughs> from our family past. Yeah. Start going through the archives of the Bergen record and just find all these horrible stories. <laughs> yeah, of, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, we grow up close to each other, so it's it's very po- we grew up so close to each other that our paper uh, was the Bergen record. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me uh, with the way everybody seems to know everybody in this. I guess that's the uh, downfall of living in a densely populated state. But see, that's uh, I don't know about that. See, I I don't know how to word this. But okay. That seems bullshit, even though I kind of agree with you. Because <laughs> like, okay. um, it's like we grew up around a lot of fucking people. Like, like our area. <clears throat> Jesus, sorry, I'm losing my voice here. Um. Our area of New Jersey was, I I, I think, I actually I think all of New Jersey, the densest population in in the country. I think that's true. Yeah. So there is there is like, I mean, I think in my county and maybe the one next door alone is more people than the state I'm living in now. Like, there's a lot of fucking people there. So it seems weird that we kind of all knew each other in some we in some way. But then well, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I know, and I, I think the weird thing to me is that, especially like when you're like in your twenties, but it happened, it actually happened not too long ago. Again, where you're talking to somebody that there's no reason why they should know anyone you know, or I mean, no, you know, aside from, you know, maybe running into them. But I mean, it was just so random, and it was like, I was kind of vaguely talking about somebody, and they mean, they say, oh, you mean what's his name? And I'm like, yep. Like how the hell do you know that? Oh yeah, yeah. and it's you know when somebody went to school with somebody who knew this, and you know, and then of course you got to watch what you say a little more, I guess too. Yeah, well, I was saying that with uh, on the last show. I mean, I think I've mentioned it to you before, but like, uh, 
Oh yeah, because while well, I was talking to Rachel about it uh, on the show when she was on, which by the way, I never did ask her. Do you have any idea how to pronounce her last name? Oh no. Okay. I no. I say Saitzik if I have to say her last name. That's yeah. I was. I'm gonna... sure it's not that, but I mean, I'm not sure it's not that, but I would imagine it's not that. I'm but... gonna say Saitzik or, or something very close to that because uh, her email address references the harmonic of the first syllable, so uh, yeah. it being kind of a say-ish thing. Um, That's a good point. Uh, see how good I did there too of me not giving your email address out because a younger, more more fresh to the microphone, Alex would have readily just sent her whole fucking email address out, and then well, I had to I was go. Proud back. of myself for not saying the guy who I was talking to somebody with. Oh yeah, I was like, well, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Well, the reason the reason I bring her up is is the the oddness of her and I meeting, of her through you listening to my show. And her and I spending a few hours together until she realized, oh, oh shit, this is the guy I've been listening to for years. Yeah, that was a really funny story. And I, I think I might have heard that from probably her, but I, I, I didn't hear it like that uh, explicitly. Like, I didn't realize you guys were talking for hours before she realized. That, you, was, that was pretty funny. Yeah, well, her and Dean walked in. And here's, okay, here's a fun thing, too. If Dean or I know she'll end up listening, so maybe she'll report back to Dean is... I, I didn't know Dean as well as I told Tyler I did because right. I got Dean confused with someone else. And I don't know who this other guy is, or maybe there was two Deans. Cause when he walked in my apartment, I went, Oh yeah, I sort of remember this guy. Like not a, not, I mean, definitely like we've definitely been in a room together, like a significant number of times, like m- more than 10, I would say. Like, so it's not like we didn't know each other, but yeah, Dean's one of those guys who kind of knows everybody. Yeah, you know I just I mean? like I knew Dean before I knew Dean. Like I I went to Dean was like 2 years below me in school and and then I remember seeing him a couple of years later and he was in bands and he had like like dyed out hair. You know like you know his hair was like black and he had dreads or something. I'm like that's fucking Dean and then like I 3 years later I wound up like being in a band with him. So like, I I just kept running into him over like most of my life so i think like everybody kind of knows him around the area a little bit that was wind up running into him at some point yeah that was that was my thing with him uh, but i i have a different person i have no idea who the person i'm thinking of is right but i had somebody else in my head when tyler was referencing dean and not to, nothing against the guy that actually turned out to be dean because i remember him fondly once he walked in i went oh yeah that guy I, okay yeah i do kind of remember him but that was not the dude i was expecting to walk in i don't know who this fucking guy is in my head but um oh, but that was that was uh rather odd but um yeah that story <laughs> was weird of yeah so her uh, uh him and rachel uh just kind of came in my apartment i'm like hey what's going on and i introduced myself to to rachel and then we hung out here for a bit and then we like walked around we walked over to uh, uh the standard the bar that i uh um sponsors the show so standard sh- yes yes yeah, shout out to the standard um which shout out the standard should be facebook.com slash the standard pdx it's where you can find them and at northeast 22nd ave in portland oregon so anyway we we're walking from my apartment to northeast 22nd ave in portland oregon facebook.com slash the standard pdx and um we go there we're like having drinks and um at some point uh over the course of so it's it's a solid you know probably two hours into uh a rachel and i's uh, burgeoning uh friendship and illicit love affair behind dean's back and uh, till, till I don't know if she just told me then or made the realization of like, holy shit, that's the guy from the show that I listened to, uh, which I, I just it's a, a rather small. I don't know. Maybe it's not a small story, but it was fucking weird. Did she put a, like a laptop in front of your face and say, now talk? And then she kind of realized it was you. Um, that was a pretty shitty joke. No, um, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's shitty. I mean, it was a fun, fun little comment, but uh <laughs> 
I was kind of the, the thing is the since she told me about this, and this is this is not the first time I, I've unexpectedly been the host of a show someone listens to. Like I have over the years run into people, you know, uh, at the bar or on a bus or something that ends up knowing who I am. And not like, oh, I'm a fan of you, but more from like, the show, yeah. yeah, or uh, every now and again from from writing, but that's that's not super uh, super super often. But um, that's probably harder to figure out, though, isn't it? Well, no, I, that's the writing. The writing was fucked up. The other day on the bus, there's a girl sitting uh, on the row in front of me reading Periphery. Uh, and oh, I was, wow, that's I was like, crazy. oh, fuck. So instead of saying anything, I, I started tweeting about it. But uh, that was <laughs> uh, since the book came out. That's the second time I've seen it in the wild. So I'm sitting in the bus going, oh, this is fucking weird. Like that girl's reading, reading my book. And uh, I tr- so I tweeted about it and we're having like back and forth. So people were like, oh, you should approach her or whatever. And she had left the bus at that point. And it occurred to me. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think that's a friend of a friend. Like <laughs> kind of in the back of my head, I'm like, uh, you know, actually her face is sort of familiar. Like, I think I've seen, I think I've seen her face in one of my friends hitting like on Facebook. So it kind of took away some of the magic of like, oh, some random person has the book. That's still pretty good though. That's like once removed a friend of a friend. Oh yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I was talking to someone at the bar that, um, like we were talking for quite a while and then, uh, one of my other friends came up and I'm like, Hey, and the dude I was, I've been talking to for the last two hours, he goes, Oh my God, that is fucking you. The hey, that's hey Alex. I was like, oh, yeah, that's hey great. guys, it's Alex. Yeah, yeah, it's because it, I I did the I did the greeting hey at the bar. And he goes, oh, that is you. I mean, I didn't want to ask because I would sound like an asshole, but like oh, I thought that was you. But uh, that's funny. I don't. Why did we start talking about random knowing? Well, we started oh yeah, yeah. Andy Warhol. Uh, yeah, but that didn't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> the uh, oh yeah, because of uh, Rachel. That's the thing is, I, the weird thing is, I've never really run into. I don't think I've ever really talked to anybody that had listened to their podcast first and then and then talked to them. I didn't realize that it was them. You, I, no, I mean, I've never done the order of knowing their voice as a voice through the internet first and then talking in person. I, well, I'm trying to think. I, I saw Marin. I mean, I remember Marin from when he was doing stand up like years ago, but uh, it was weird seeing him again doing stand up. After I'd listened to it, because I was like, you know, I like listening to the podcast, not as much anymore, but when I, uh, when like a year or two ago, I was listening to it, like every, you know, every new one or whatever, I was just an old one. So that was a little weird to see him like sitting up there doing stand up. Yeah. Just picking, you know, like, you know, oh, I think I lost you. Really? I'm gone. Uh, oh, no. Okay. You're back. Uh, I just had a weird drop out for a second. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So seeing Marin was weird. Yeah. That's, is, is it just like seeing I'm off the top of my head? Yeah. Is that like seeing the, the voice? You know, like, oh, that's the thing the voice is coming out of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was like that, too, with, like, Ron and Fez and Opie and Anthony when, uh, like, when I used to go to some of the live stuff they did. That's weird to, that's weird to me, too, because I'm a, I'm a big, uh, well, I'm a fan of both of the shows, but I'm a big uh, advocate, especially with writers and um, uh, radio people as well. But I try not to know what people look like because uh, I don't like it fucking, I'm. I'm kind of unfortunately shallow in a lot of ways. So I know if someone's like happens to be like particularly attractive or particularly hideous, it will skew my opinion of their art. So like I try not to know it until like I'm like really like I've been obsessed with jo- uh, Joanna Newsom uh, the past couple months. Like that's just all I've been listening to. And uh, finally, someone. Well, finally, somebody uh, somebody sent me a uh, picture of her because uh, I just made a reference. Somebody made a reference of saying. Oh yeah, and she's quite easy on the eyes. I'm like, 
Oh, is she? Oh, that's good to hear. Because like I had no fucking idea, but she was pretty in my head. But I'm like, oh, she's just hideous. I like I know my fucking shallowness is going to come out. And it's going to make me it's gonna ruin it. Yeah, and but I just make sure to like listen to it enough that I'm like enamored with these people, and then I could be like, all right, let's see the hideousness. It's funny because uh, when you were talking about Andy Warhol before, and I didn't that much about him, and like Lou Reed died. How about now? Uh, yeah. Back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You started, you started hitting, like, kind of, like, pulsing drops. I don't know if you're moving around or something. There was, like, a... Now I'm sitting still. Oh, weird. Yeah. Because it was, like, a like a rhythmic kind of dropping. It was weird. Like, it, it didn't sound like just... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it didn't sound like just regular shitty internet. I was like, oh, this is, like, a planned thing. So, sorry. Uh, Andy... No, I'm actually hardwired. Um, Andy Warhol well, looking... Andy yeah. Warhol, Lou Reed died. Um, I was saying Lou Reed died, and I was realized that, like, aside from, like, the usual... You know, but everybody kind of knows about Lou Reed. And like, you know, uh, I didn't really know that much about Lou Reed. I mean, I knew, like, you know, like about obviously the Velvet Underground and uh, like going to Germany with Bowie and stuff in the 70s and Iggy Pop. But I mean, like, I really know that much about him. And I kind of realized, like, I kind of like that. I kind of prefer that a little bit to, um, you know, like when I was a kid, maybe, like when I was like 10 or 12 when I was into Metallica. And, like, you know, you like, read all the fanzines about Metallica, yeah. and you kind of get, like, great, well, who cares about half the stuff with these guys, you know? So, I mean, like, was, yeah, I, I think, like, after I got it, you know, like, I guess Nirvana was another one, obviously. Kind of hard not to uh, know all about them because they were so big. But, like, most of the bands that I've been into or even artists that I've been into since then, uh, I, I try not to learn too much about because I think it kind of... Uh, you know, it kind of ruins it. You know, it kind of takes away from whatever perspective you had of it. I think the, I guess a good example of that too would be like with the beats. Uh, you know, like when you're in high school and you read, but you know, it's like you're almost not as interested in the books. You're more interested in like biographies. Oh, the beats. Them. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. Which, yeah. uh, I honestly, let me just tell you my thought process that just happened right there. When okay. literally you're referencing like the movement of writing that got me to be a writer, like the most influential thing that's ever happened in my life, writing wise, right. aside from maybe Brodigan, is is the beats. But since we were referencing music, I panicked thinking the beats. I was like, wait, wait, no, that. And I was, I thought maybe I had forgotten the name, the gorillas. I literally uh, said the beats. I went, oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, is that another one of those? Like, is that the band with the monkeys that like you? We don't know what their faces look like. And I'm like, no, that's the gorillas. What the fuck are the beats? And that was the, the scrambling fuck up. Like literally right now. I could, I'm sure without moving, turn my head and look at a book by one of the beats in, in this room. <laughs> that just, sorry, that was the most amazing piece of no, shitty pretty, thought I, ever. I, I, yeah, I kind of jump around sometimes. No, y y yes, you do. But in this case, no, that was a perfect throughput. That's exactly the thing that should have come next in that sentence that any reasonable person would have went to the beat writers. But I did not fucking put that together. <laughs> so anyway, the, the beats. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, you know how... Uh, I think you become more enamored about the people than the, you know, it takes away from like what, cause I, I think, you know, I read, you know, obviously I read on the road and stuff, but then I remember there was like a stretch where it's like, you're reading more about like Ginsburg and Burroughs about them as opposed to what they actually wrote. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I think that gets a little, uh, I think that takes away from it a little bit. Oh no, absolutely. I think with Hunter S Thompson a little bit, I think. You know, it's like they write about themselves to a point, but then you're curious about how much of that was actually true and how, you know, like how much they actually, you know, how many drugs they actually did or how if they actually went yeah. across country in a convertible or whatever, you know, like whatever the stories were. So I, I think as I get older, I kind of appreciate not knowing as much about uh, anything, stuff I'm interested in as far as like a personal level. 
Yeah, I'm I'm that way as well. Uh, the there's certain ones that I and I kind of like having. And I, I don't mind having like a fiction that I don't mind it my my view being wrong on them because it's the one that's right. from you know so like Hunter like I don't know if, I, I mean I know what Hunter looks like but it's mostly Johnny Depp in my head you know like <laughs> I I, Not I Bill Murray I, I no um although I did like that movie it ne- he never felt very Hunter S Thompsony to me because I always liked like he's playing more like the political Hunter and I always liked yeah. the more kind of fiction Hunter I'm one of those rare ones but um uh. The Beats are a good example of, I mean, I sort of know what Kerouac looks like, but like that was really the first ones I started to get into, like, because when I started to read about what his life actually was, like when I found out he just got old and fat and Republican and moved back in with his mom, I went, oh man, that's, and I kind of got like a little like, eh, shit, like that guy, like that, like he's like the guy that shouldn't do that. Like he's like the example of the person that doesn't do that. And I just kind of like didn't want to know about his life. So I kind of shied away and that might be one of my first where that started to come from, but yeah, a yeah, lot of, a lot of those I don't know. And then for, for this stuff, it's until the last few months. And that's just because I was trying to, you know, get over the fact that I, I just, I hate myself on film to a level that I make people <laughs> Photoshop my pictures out of things. Um, that, uh, until recently, I didn't want to have my face anything to do with the podcast. Like you would be hard pressed to figure out what I look like if you're just a listener, you know? Yeah. And I still kind of like that. So I don't try to have like, video alex cast like i don't want to have people kind of unless it's for like a special occasion like i was on that 24-hour podcast that i had the i had the the camera on for that but uh i don't want to have people see my face w- while the voice is coming out because it's like i don't know it just yeah, kind of takes away from something yeah i remember yeah. first time i saw howard stern i was like jesus really that's howard stern <laughs> yeah you know what i think that I, yeah that's true because i don't think i ever really put it together that because i well I don't think I put it together in my head because I was quite young at the time. But when he had that shitty uh, Channel Nine show, what was the name yeah. of that station? Uh, w W O R. W O R. Yeah, he had that that shitty uh, like essentially cable access show on that show, and he was on there. And I'm like, I, I kind of like it seemed like he was goofing it up. Like he's like, you know, like look at my yeah, big hair and it like, like the same guy almost. It was just bizarre. To me. Yeah, like, I remember just being like that's not that can't be Howard. But I, could I was picturing ca- like different, like just like suave or I don't know, suave. I guess it's a bad word, but like uh, just not that. I mean, he had like the big '80s hair and the. See, I could have dealt with that because it's yeah. like it's a different thing because it's like, oh, it's him bouncing around acting like a fool. So it's like oh, that's a character almost. But the first time I saw him actually behind a mic talking like that, he's doing the show. Like that's also the words that were over the radio and seeing that yeah. face is like. Oh yeah, that does kind of, the same was, and, and I hate to say this because I, I adore this man more than anything, but the first time I saw Ron Bennington, I was like, ugh, that's Ron. <laughs> and I, it's, it's so shitty, like, that's such a shitty thing to say, but it's like, he really is like this kind of hero status and it's like, he's just some schlub. Like, I mean, I guess it, that's my fault because he talks about being some schlub from fucking Philly, yeah. but I'm like, ah, hey, he just looks like some schlub from Philly. Like, it just... It's so like you're so kind of antithetical, like the, the view I had of him. Yeah. That threw me off. Actually, Fez threw me off more because I, when I first started listening to them, it was ronandfez.com or dot, yeah, ronandfez.com, and and I just I didn't pick up that he was kind of doing a gay thing. I guess at first, like I thought he was just like kind of like a like a stoner kind of like younger nerd kind of guy. This oh, is when yeah, they were just yeah. doing the website. No, no, I, I, I remember. Yeah, I was, was just kind of more of a... trying to focus back on those days. Yeah, where was... Yeah, because that was... Yeah. Jesus, that was a long time ago. Was, and... Yeah, two, 99, 2000, somewhere in there? Yeah, that was yeah, a while ago. Yeah. Man, it's a little terrifying now to think about it. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, so I remember the first time I wound up seeing him at some, like, I think he was hanging out at like, oh, when I did some kind of, you know, I think the hard rock or something. Yeah. I think they're talking like, that's Fez. I'm like, that's Fez. Oh, like, Jesus. That's not what I would have pictured at all. Fez, I pictured directly accurately because I put him as, um, the, and I can't think of the dude's name, but that guy that it was always on, uh, uh, tic-tac-toe but on tv what's that called hollywood squares that oh, um uh, that 70s guy that fez is doing the impression of um yeah what the hell's his name oh it's gonna drive me nuts it's not rip torn it's something like with rip in it wait a minute i'll rip taylor rip taylor I, I pictured him like Rip Taylor. I was like, oh, he probably just looks like a young, young Rip Taylor. And it, wow, he, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty he, spot. On. Because he's doing the accent, and then actually, now that Fez is that much older, he looks like Rip Taylor. It so it's looks exactly, he's got the mustache. So when I saw Fez, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much yeah, that's pretty much what I thought he was gonna be, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's seeing them is one thing, and then I think uh, watching them actually do it is another. Like you were saying with Stern when he was actually doing the the show, I yeah. think that'll throw you because you picture like. I don't know what you know. Like, I don't know what I necessarily picture going on while they're doing it. But then, like, even though when I have like footage of you know, like they have like little videos of them in the studio with somebody, it's like, Jesus, that really is different than what I, you, know, you imagine it being. Yeah, those are one of those things. I wish back. Uh, there's this kind of going back to when I first started doing like this version of the show with you know actual equipment and whatever. So I wish I'd shown that to Bill and some of the regulars of uh, right. <clears throat> of of they're trying to. The, the the communication that goes on while you're not talking, you know, the, that you can see yeah. happen, and the ignoring while people are paying attention. And uh, I didn't do that. So I was like, oh, man, I should get – I actually thought about getting, like, a little clip of ONA as, like, a, a training video for people that are nervous in studio. So it's like you don't have to be – you know, it's like, no, don't – this is – this is it. You have to remember that all of the stuff that goes on here, there's no camera. So everything – I could be I could be doing jumping jacks with my dick out as long as my voice sounds <laughs> – you know, it's some way serious, then there's no, you know, there's no problem here. Yeah, exactly. I, I do, I, you know, we do a radio show with my friend Evan on the weekends, every other weekend on WFDU.FM. Uh, Say that again. You said not, that way too fast. WFDU.FM. WFDU.FM. Yeah. And the name of the show is what? Uh, Good Music with Evan Toth. Is that really it? Yeah, it's really it. It's uh, I didn't name it. No, Actually, no, I didn't. Not. I didn't mean. That, I didn't. I didn't mean for that to sound bad. I just. I thought it was. I thought there was a different title for it. Yeah. Well, there maybe, maybe, maybe one day. Maybe when I get the Sean McGann show, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be awesome. The Bleak Show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know there's like a lot of uh. You know, like there's a lot of fumbling around. Like you know, because he, he plays vinyl, he plays a lot of vinyl. So oh, that's fun. You know, it's hard, but it's hard to cue it up sometimes, especially you know if something scratches or something. You know what I mean? So there's a lot yeah. of fumbling around, but I mean, as long, usually it sounds okay because we're kind of like at the point now where you know you just kind of get into a rhythm with it. But yeah, it, it, it's 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 funny. It's the, not that funny, I guess, but it's funny. No, it's you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's amusing. Um, yeah, the is a better word. The uh, talent, I guess I'll call it behind it this is one of those mystical things of simple life that i just i've never understood i'm never going to be able to do it and it's it's like magic to me but it's the most simple thing ever is that and i'm assuming he can do this is where you can put a needle down and like that's where the song starts yeah he, he's that's magic good at that. that's magic yeah. that that's not a thing that can happen that's impossible he's flying or levitating or, or telling the future because uh, that's impossible you can't you can't 
that's just those are just grooves. There's no way you could see where a song starts. Yeah, I think there's a way to tell, but I'm not. I don't know what it is. No, it's I know. Very... No, I know there is, but it's like I I looked at it and then I looked. Yeah, at I've a, tried a, to do it. I can't do. Yeah, I looked that. at a record and went, no. That's. I mean, I know yeah. <laughs> that this can happen. I, I I've heard it happen. I've seen it happen. I've read the instructions, but no, this can't happen. This is Tyler. Tyler probably knows. Uh yeah oh I'm sure he does yeah it's you know I mean a lot of people know it's like I think everybody in the 70s did it's just a thing you did yeah, I just it's probably very it's a diminishing skill no one knows how to do it anymore yeah I'm just yeah I'm completely lost I it's fascinating to me and it really is like some form of arcane magic because it's just <laughs> it's it's like pulling it like ah oh, watch as I pull it to this hat and a song comes out like what the fuck that's just a round th- it's impossible yeah it's. Yeah, I'm terrible with them. I'll scratch the crap out of them too. I have a, quite a bit of vinyl, but I, uh, you know, half of mine are just scratched because I, I don't have any patience, and I, I and I try to pick up the needle very gently, and I want to dropping it again right on top of it. You know, it's all. Yeah. I have like in utero from when I was a kid. Oh really? And it's a clear vinyl copy. Yeah, oh, that's and awesome. I remember, like, uh-huh. Yeah, and I, but I used to listen to it like regularly, and it's, uh-huh. it's just scratched the shit because I I can't work a goddamn. Needle. I, I often say stuff like that too, of like, yeah, I scratched it or blah blah blah. But there's a certain amount of like, yeah, man, fuck it. Like, like it's it's almost cooler to have. I know it's not, it's not like worth it's money or something worth it, but like it's almost cooler. It's like, yeah, well, I was around when In Utero came out. I fucking got the album, and then I was listening to it. You know, this that time, like, there's a certain kind of I don't know. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with. It. I'm not gonna sell it or anything. I mean, it's like fuck it. I might as well, might as well be lived in a little bit. Yeah. In Utero was the one uh, with heart cheap box and whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, wait a second. Yeah, that's right. I just I for some reason I just I, I invented them having a lot more albums. But yeah, there's only Bleach, <sighs> Nevermind, In Utero, right? Well, Bleach, if you want to get technical, and then, well, that was the uh, first one I said. What's that? That was the first one I said when I said Bleach, Nevermind, oh, and said In Utero. Oh, you said Bleach. Cut out. I was like, I was like, out a little bit again. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, Sean? Like, <laughs> no, I swear I said that one. Like, when well, I said Alex, when I said Bleach, when I said Bleach, never mind. That wasn't like literally never mind. Like, don't hear that. I I was listing things. Bleach, comma, never mind, comma, in utero. Uh, oh, I think I said Bleach, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so here's something I was going to ask you that I saw on Twitter. Okay. Um, that you mentioned about uh panicking. You said what makes you panic? Uh, We're it, asking people. Uh, Detroit. Detroit makes Panic you panic in Detroit. Detroit. Um, I've been listening a lot of Bowie lately. Um, yeah. Uh, Did you not want to broach this? No, no. I, uh, looking, I no, wrote something down there. That, that no, no, no. You were, no, I, I did want to uh, broach that. This is actually, that was uh, when I, I lied before when I said I only had the one thing on my list. Um, <laughs> uh, let me. Did you want to segue into that? No, no. I was just trying to figure out. Uh, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, I just, I, I, I have this weird kind of thing where the show is being, I mean, it's the Alex cast. So of course, it's like weird and schizophrenic and, and just bifurcated by, hey, this is really funny and you're saying strange things and being odd and wacky and let's talk about occultism. And yeah, I wanted to kill myself <laughs> since I'm 15. And yeah, like there's this, there's this, and I like every now and again when there's like that, that quick jump from one to the other, uh, I, I, I'm like, oh, fuck, is this going to throw people away? But not that I was concerned about that. I was just making sure there wasn't any other, like, things I had written. mine? Well, no, just like a a thing I had written down that it would be like, oh, well, that would be the worst thing ever to follow this with. So let's do that first. (laughs) Um, No, the, so uh, uh, the audience at home might know, and actually tell you the truth, this really has almost nothing to do with it, but I'm not on uh, antidepressants anymore because uh, I stopped taking them. I was, was, they had 
kind of lost their uh, uh, efficacy. And I'm shocked I just pronounced that word right. But that was good. I uh, I think it's when I'm looking at it I can't pronounce it. I think I say efficacy or whatever. But um, uh, so yeah, I they stopped kind of working, and I didn't want to go up another dose or whatever. So I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'd gotten uh, some ADHD pills. Not that I particularly right. need them, but they really helped me write, and I. I don't feel like that's cheating that much because, like, I'm actually no, like it's sort of what they're for, like not really, but, um, but anyway, and I was like, those are kind of dealing with kind of the lion's share of the depression, uh, because you know if you're not low, it's kind of hard to be depressed and high energy, you know. Yeah. Like, there's like you know if you're, if you're kind of rock, yeah, essentially if you're on amphetamines, it's difficult. You're being proactively depressed. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like literally, this is amphetamine salt that says on the side of the fucking bottle, so it's not that's like what it says. Yeah, that's what well, that's what uh, Adderall is—is is some kind of amphetamine-y thing. Um, oh, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. You just you're awake and want to write, so it's fun. But uh, unless you do it too often, and then you just kind of becomes normal. So you have to kind of be careful. But uh, so anyway, I stopped taking uh, SSRIs, or whatever you know, antidepressants, and uh, I had kind of forgotten about the anxiety portion of it because those those fucking things aren't—they weren't really great with depression. Like they, it, it went drastically down for a while and that was cool so i could like learn some new coping skills or whatever but i kind of forgot about how anxious i get and um well how do i i'm just trying to like word it properly so anyway random panicky stuff not full panic attacks but uh this also happened while i was on them a little bit but one of the things one of the kind of like my clicks to the to the horrible is and essentially it's just, I just refer to it as like a movie ending at 8 PM or even a movie ending at 10 PM is like one that I really liked or right. like I had any association with the characters. I don't know how to like word it, but it's almost like, I mean, I can describe the feeling is like horrific alone. Like, um, last man on earth style alone of like, Oh, there's nothing. Like literally, like you're just. De- it's like, what do I do now? Yeah, I'm just yeah. De- depleted of the idea of there's yeah. there's anything for me to connect to, and like now I'm truly alone, kind of thing. And you think it bothers you worse on the weekends because you should be like going out and doing stuff? Yeah, maybe? and, and okay. it's and it's one of those things where so I I get this kind of, especially with really good movies. Like I get it with stupid movies too. Like I'll I like I watched Hansel and Gretel with um. Arrow guy I from that the other uh, night, yeah. I kind of liked it. It was, it was fun, you know. It was fun. I had yeah. it. I kind of had it on the background, but I, you know, it was enjoyable. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. I wasn't. I wasn't sat there and racked <laughs> attention, but it was <laughs> taking notes on it. Yeah, it was on while I was doing other things, and I enjoyed it. Gretel, but, girl, Hansel, <laughs> yeah. boy. Which house? No candy. Eat. All right, got it. <laughs> but uh, even that one at the end, I was like, kind of gotten like like the slight panic thing of like, oh my god, I'm alone, and like. I, I almost, I literally feel the need to like, like uh, my resort is going to a bar and not to say that a bar has anything to like, it's not the alcohol thing of it. It's the, it's open late and, uh, and it's not caffeine. And those are really the only options. Uh, and even caffeine's not all that much of an option in this town late at night. But, uh, yeah. So I, when I'm done watching a movie, I just immediately like want to run out and be like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. And like talk to a person. Cause it's, yeah, well that's a good, imp- I mean, that's a sane impulse to have. Well, I don't know about sane. It's I think so. I mean, I know, um, especially when I was younger. I mean, like you know, you go see a movie with a bunch of people, and then you're like, the first thing you want to do is like go somewhere, go to a diner or something to bullshit about it. And I mean, uh, oh yeah, especially... you know, I guess I never thought about it that way. I was thinking, I mean, even if it's not, you think it's about the movies or or just 
it brings up that you don't have anyone to bullshit with it about. I get, you know, it's really I, what it is. I don't know if I thought about the like bullshitting about. It. It's more like um, I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that it occurred to me, but I don't think what you're saying is wrong. I think mm-hmm. what I was. It's more that the character, like, I don't have, like, a lot of people that I connect with on, like, a personal level, like, in the world, you know, uh, that live in this town or anywhere. Right. You know, you're, we're, we're aging. So it's, you know, the, the world spreads out and it's hard to be around people. And I'm fucking yeah. broke as shit. So it's like, oh, I'm kind of like, there's this kind of claustrophobic stuck here. And then there's, like, no output. It's like, uh, I, not like I could call a girlfriend or go hang out with friend. Like, there's this, but, like, <clears throat> like that's why I came out. Like, literally, I went a couple of years without watching Royal Tenenbaums, which is my favorite movie, you know, ever. Because I really like those people way too much. And then when the movie ends, I'm like, oh, my friends are kind of gone. Like, oh, that momentary connection with the universe is not there anymore. Oh, fuck. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm in my apartment. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then, you know, I have to go, like, you know, take a lap around the neighborhood. Yeah, no, I know that feeling. Uh, I I get that a little bit uh, during the week more, I think, because um, if I, like, stumble onto watching something, or even it's just like, you know, I mean, I hate to think I'm getting old enough where now it's like I have TV nights where it's like, oh, my show's on tonight. But, like, you know, like you watch a show, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to do that tonight. That's going to be my thing tonight. Like, I'm going to, like, chill out, and then I'm going to write a little bit, and then I'm going to watch that show, and that's what I'm doing. And then when that show's over, it's like, fuck, what do I do now? It's, you know, 1.30 in the morning, and I'm awake, and I can't sleep, and there's nothing to do, and what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, and then it just it becomes yeah. this, like, avalanche of, uh, you know, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? I've wasted everything. I should be doing this. I should have done this five years ago. Yeah, yeah so, that's... I mean, it, it comes into, it turns into a horrible, uh, you know, uh, avalanche of shit, but... <laughs> that's got a word-for-word, uh, word, uh, it's funny that you, you mentioned th- that way, like, kind of the... Uh, I should have done this five years ago kind of thing is actually you mentioned with getting old too is that's that's the other part of this is related to that is one I have to work nine to five well whatever right. but like that added to that list of like well if I go out right now that means I'm not like maybe if I stay here by some happenstance I'll fall asleep like really quickly and then I'll have enough energy to make it through a fucking job I hate tomorrow and so I can not nap after work the next day it's like you've got this yeah. whole plan to try to like sure like adjust what little free time you have that's now being eaten by anxiety and then you have to adjust that to try to find time to deal with it to go to this fucking shitty job that you don't like the next day and yeah, that kind and then of it'll just bubble up yeah and then <laughs> compound and then compound and this this aging thing has been killing me too because someone said something to me on twitter and it fucking it really got me of uh she said i was talking about how i just you know i I can't seem to find any uh suitable women folk lately and uh essentially after a conversation she just goes you're way too young to give up and i was like oh fuck wait i'm in my prime (laughs) that's fucked i literally i've thought of myself as an old man forever but now that i'm kind of like getting like you know what am i 33 now like i'm like i'm in my head i'm like yeah well it's all over and like literally like that's like, really stupid it kind of i forget like not i forget but like i have to be reminded because in my head it's like ah it's over i already wasted it all but it's like wait a second yeah. no i'm actually i could still like not that i'm good at it but like i could i'm still young enough that i could have i could be an athlete if i had been one earlier <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you could still be traded for if you yeah, were a yeah. baseball player <laughs> you're like oh he's only 33 he's not done yet yeah um uh, listen it's funny that you bring some of this up because i've been thinking on this a lot lately because I, I I have friends on both ends of it 
I have the um, married with new children, you know, mortgage friends who I was actually out with the other night, and, uh, you know, you overhear certain things they're saying, like they're talking to one of their other friends. You know, like, there was a bunch of us out for somebody's birthday. And you kind of overhear, like, you know, man, you got to settle down now. You got to do it, man. You don't want to be like an old man pushing a, pushing a kid around the park, and you can't even bend over anymore because you're old. And I'm, like, listening to that, and I think they know I'm kind of overhearing it. And it's like, well, no, no offense to you. I mean, like, what, you know what I mean? It's, like, almost, like, it makes them uncomfortable. And then I got friends on the other end of it who are just, like, I'm done, dude. I'm 35. No girl's ever going to like me. The girls that I like wouldn't like me back because I'm too old and I'm, you know, getting fat and I'm bald and all this. Sh so I, there doesn't seem to be any kind of happy medium, and that's kind of where I almost feel like I'm at, which makes me feel a little like maybe I shouldn't feel like that because I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm done, but I don't, I don't feel like I have any. Um, I don't feel that pressure of like. Um, oh, shit, I should be done. I should be having a wife and kids by now. I should, you know I mean? Like, I think I got close with that, and I don't, you know, it wasn't really for me. I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't up for it. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'll ever be up for it, but I, I think when you start, you know, making uh, concessions to that kind of thing, just because you're a certain age, I think that's silly, because I think that makes, I think in the long run, it's just going to make you unhappy. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I agree with that. And this is one of the one of the high points of being male is... It's not like, you know, our stuff doesn't go bad. Yeah, like, exactly. We I mean, can... that, that's a sucked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a fact of life, too. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just one of those things like, yeah, there, there's yeah. positives on both sides. Like, women live longer, but our shit lasts longer. So, like, <laughs> you know, talking about Opie and Anthony, you know, Opie's having kids now, and that dude's uh, probably 50 he's at this gotta point. He's got to be 50, almost. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he seems to be doing it, and he's doing it well. He kept himself in shape. But, like, from, from my side of it, it's like, I just... Yeah, I just I have a hard time I have a hard time believing not believing I just have a hard time accepting that I'm in like any kind of prime and that's like that's I should really fix that like I don't have many more years that this is accurate like science kind of rules right now so we both got to like forty something that we're still pretty well, fucking kick ass you know as far as I, you know I mean I feel like. You know, I, I listen. I don't want to go out and like date like you know twenty-one-year-old girls, so it doesn't really bother me that like I'm older, you know, like a little bit older. Um, and I and I got a friend who's a little bit like that, and it, it, it beats you down a little bit with it because it's like whatever you say, the counter is always going to be, "Nah, dude, girls don't like us. They're just they're too we're too old." And any girl I like's not gonna. It's not so much even he he does like internal. You know, it is more about him that he thinks like he's just gonna get shot down all the time and. It's not like he's never had girl. I mean, this is somebody who's had girlfriends their whole life, and I guess he just had a bad run with a girl and kind of uh, left them like that. But I, I can't, I can't give in. Like you're saying about you're in your prime, yeah. And I mean, well, I don't. In other words, I don't know what the alternative. What are you gonna think in five years? You're gonna think, oh shit, five years ago I should have went out there more because now I'm five years older than I was. Well, I'm not gonna be concerned with that right now. I'm just saying the realization of like, oh fuck, like. I do, like, at some point, like, yes, my old man mentality has been this way since, I mean, when I was a kid, I was an old man, so I... Yeah, uh, I, listen, I sympathize yeah. with it, I, I, yeah, I do, I mean, I'm not saying that that's crazy to me, I just, I just think at some point you kind of get, you get like, well, fucking who cares, I just want to go out and, you know, if I get rejected, I get rejected, I'd rather get rejected than 
regret it. Regret not going out and trying to, you know, get shot down. Even if I get shot down, it's like who cares anymore? Like I think I'm beyond that now. Well, this is my devastates me. This is my horror that in my life is the get shot. I don't. I haven't met anybody that I wanted to try with lately. (laughs) Like I literally. That's the worst. Yeah, this this depressing part is like there's no. It's not like it's not like oh she won't go for me. It's just like yeah she's yeah whatever. I don't yeah you know, I'm just not into it. Like and I know it's it's a girl that I'd be like into, but it just seems like maybe it is that kind of ticking clock mentality in my head. But it just seems like it's a waste of our time to have like a relationship because like I don't I don't want like a flingy thing. Like I don't have like casual sex. I'm not really into that stuff. Like it's right. just it's not. It just feels it just feels like a waste of energy. Kind of. I mean it's fun, but it just I just the guilt is more than the worth. You know isn't worth the fun, but. Having like like some relationship where it's like, oh, we had a good, you know, a successful two, three year relationship. Like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but you no, know, I shouldn't say two, three year. Let's say a few months, you know, like where mm-hmm. you meet someone and you're like, yeah, I mean, she's okay. And you know that, you know, yeah. it's like, I, I just, I feel like I'm just wasting both of our time <laughs> with the, you know, and it's just like, I just not all that interest. It's like, it's like catching a fish and throwing it back when you, it's like after you've reeled it into the boat. It's like, all right, what do we do? We just held each other up for. Couple months. Yeah, yeah. For, just like, for what? Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Hey, you could say you caught a fish, and I can go back to swimming in the lake. Like I don't know. It, it. I know what you mean. It's like, but how do you know? I mean, I guess you don't really know unless you give it a shot, too. You know, what I mean, I think. Um. Uh, you know, I think I think most people know within a couple weeks or months, maybe. Whether or not it's going to be, I would hope oh, a couple months. Jesus, I mean, you know, within a couple of weeks, I would think. Do you go out with a person a couple of times? Whether this is something you want to invest your time with, but yeah. I think a lot of people, it's hard to, um, it's hard for some people to to uh, break it off early. I think you know, it's like if you like someone, but maybe you're not like super into them. Well, that's yeah, that's kind of part of my. That's that's the one of the overriding fears here. Not fears, but that's the thing is I know I can just slip into comfortability readily. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm the type that I can lose five years of just like, oh, what what just happened? You know? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I don't want to you know, I don't I don't want to do that to myself or to somebody else. And then yeah. the the other the other side of it is there's a lot of girls where like it's like oh you know she's perfectly nice you know and it's one of those like yeah we get along well enough and it's one of those like yeah this could turn into you know a few months of being comfortable or whatever and yeah maybe by some weird thing it develops into you know something more but you kind of can get a sense of when you especially if you know somebody first a little bit which tends to be the people i run into it's you know the girls i run into i mean is we end up you know knowing each other a bit before any of that yeah could come up but uh the other, the other thing, this kind of goes age-wise, and it, well, thankfully it kind of makes it immediately breaking off, but I've just now kind of reached the age where, like, girls that are kind of my age or, you know, age-appropriate, uh, right. kind of talking about money uh, being a thing. Like, yeah, yeah a lot of, like, like, one-time divorcees or, like, girl, you know, chicks with, like, kids or whatever, talking about, like, you know, oh, I need a guy that can afford, blah, 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 like that kind of stereotypical jokey thing of, Oh fuck! This is another one of the stereotypes that I thought was just a joke, and it turns out actually is true. God damn it! <laughs> I've uh, I've been pretty lucky with that. Where in like, um, it's been mentioned like actually a couple times. I've been on the better end of that somehow, which isn't really saying much because I don't. I mean, I do all right, but I'm not like raking it in. But um. 
that, you know, all that becomes, you know, I mean, I guess the, the, the marriage and the kids thing was the first thing that I certainly noticed where it was like, you know, oh, well, don't you want to get married at some point? And I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like, I think that, um, I, you know, I, I think it's a weird thing. And I, I feel like we might have talked about this on the last one, but I don't know if I was, or if I'm making that up and I was talking to somebody else about it. Um, so if I'm repeating myself, I apologize, but uh, I think it's a weird thing to just want to, like when you meet, I don't know if you've ever had this where you, you meet somebody and all that, they, they want to get married, they're just focused on getting married, and I just think that's a strange thing, it's like I feel like you'd want to meet the person that you'd like, feel like you'd be more comfortable with doing that, uh, more comfortable, in other words, comfortable with getting married, like that it would occur to you first that you want to get married to them, not so much that you just want to get married in general. Yeah, know. yeah. No, I can 100% agree with you. That, <laughs> no, it's a hard thing to say because it's, it's yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with you, but that is one of those, um, that's one of those ones where just immediately, not immediately, it's just, yeah, I'll say just immediately, it just, it's like, yeah, you're not my type. Like, if you're, yeah. if that's, if you're so concerned with that, like, we're not going to have, there's not a lot of, like, commonality that we're going to be like oh so you want to get married and have kids um do you want to read my book that's filled with occult <laughs> meanings like i uh do, do, do you want to know how i've sacrificed most of my social and uh, uh youth to to writing and and learning about weird shit and hey you want to know about manic depression yeah uh, th- th- we can talk about that like there's no like the immediacy of like the things that like not that i'm interested in manic depression but like the the life that i find interesting and and fun for me to live yeah it's not a lot to do with like oh i really want to rush down the aisle and squeeze some kids out like i'm not against yeah i want to yeah i'm not against shopping yeah yeah, i'm not against either of those like uh well not the aisle part but i'm not against getting married and i'm not against kids just if that's like the thing it's like "Ah, i don't i don't think we're thinking about life the same way like yeah if if that's if that's your drive you know my drive is the my drive is to create arty stuff not fucking not you know spill out half my genes into some little kid you know yeah no i and i you know i i I don't know i don't know how i feel about it anymore i feel like i went in my late 20s i think a couple of my friends got i mean i know a couple of my friends got married and i started feeling that pressure a little bit of like jesus christ i better find somebody and get this fucking ball rolling a little better you know because i'm going to be the the guy who's still going out to bars when i'm 35 and all that shit, which, you know, I guess wound up being true, but uh, I, 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 I'm I, starting to feel it. Like, you know, it's like, like I was saying about the other night, you know, I feel like it's one of those things that's present again, but I, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, I think it bothered me more like 10 years ago when it was happening because, you know, uh, um, that's what you're kind of indoctrined to think. I mean, I know I don't want to get conspiratorial about it, but you know what I mean? Like, in other words, like, you know, your life's not really, like, what you do is you just get older, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, you get old, you die, and then they have kids and whatever, you know? Um, I just don't, you know, I don't know. I got things I want to do, and I think that's more important to me right now than having some kind of pressure about settling down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd love to meet somebody I really like right now, but 
yeah. same token, you know, I'm not going to like fucking force it. No, it's interesting. I think, uh, uh, I kind of can got a kind of wording for this. It's what, what I'm looking for. And I think maybe th this would be uh, appropriate to you is like, if I find somebody that I want to like, you know, share the rest of my life with or whatever, like I kind of want to do sort of what I'm doing now, just like a better version with a cool chick. Yeah. Like yeah. I, like I want like a weirdo art chick or somebody that's into like, like super into like reading or like some kind of freaked out fucking occult lady. Like that's, like I, I like I, I, there's no yeah. the other thing there's no, that's not a means to it like it's not like oh well now i'm married and had kids i have checked things off the list and therefore my life is done like th that's no fun like i want to i want to <laughs> i want to yeah. live an interesting life like it's not you know i you know and i i think listen it's, I, it's naive to think that that's just gonna like you're gonna be able to just insert someone into your life and it's gonna stay the same way Oh, I don't mean stay the same way. I just mean no, not no, like, yeah. yeah, I just mean but not yeah. the, the next thing I know I'm at some fucking Catholic christening and like, you know, all of my yeah, relatives are exactly. going to veto. Like, you don't yeah. want to have to compromise your whole self just to be able to say that you're falling in line with everything that is sort of expected of you. If also, you're going to participate in, you know, the whole relationship thing, I guess, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, you don't want to compromise your whole self. I mean, you know, I think if being in a relationship at all, you have to compromise, obviously, but uh, it's just how much of it are you willing to give up, I guess. Yeah. Though also, I have a, I have it a little bit easier because you, you have friends uh, and you see them sometimes. I don't have that. So I really don't have a lot of pressure. <laughs> like, it's, you know, I, 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 I have people I talk to on Twitter, so it's not, I don't have a lot of... Uh, you don't have anybody out there? There's nobody? I mean, um, this isn't... That girl Steph and, uh, and oh yeah Bill, no, I mean, no no I mean there's there's no there's some people there's there's people I'm friends with but not like uh uh not like like it seems like you're referencing people that you've known for like quite a while and oh yeah, yeah. I think that that uh you don't get the pressure when it's like oh this person I've known for what I've been out here for like eight years so yeah, like this person yeah, I've known for eight sense. years is doing something it's not the same thing of like oh this guy I went to high school with and we matured together is doing something it's an entirely different pressure than. Oh, you know, that person I met five years ago is doing something. All right, cool. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like I, I looked pretty much the same when we met. So it's not, you know, it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not like, it's not like when we met, I, I like, I, I was going to grow more penis, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or, or height. I probably should have said. Well, yeah, height or, you know, it's one of the same. <laughs> I, 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 I suppose so. If, if all those uh, jokes are to be believed. Yeah, I don't mean to sound all miserable about it either. I just mean, uh, I don't know. I think between the two of us, you sounded more positive, so don't worry about it. Well, that's scary. Not really. It's me. <laughs> it's true. I'm literally writing a book right now called The Suicide Chronicles. I mean, this is not a fucking... You're not talking to a happy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you win. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's funny, because like I was saying, you know, I'm talking to uh, my one friend, and it's... I mean, you know... I'm, I mean, this, you know, you aside, I'm not really known for being the most uh, happy-go-lucky rah-rah guy in the world, and I, I gotta, that's kind of what I gotta be sometimes when I talk to this other guy. It's like, it's like, dude, relax, man. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Let's just go out and get shot down by a bunch of girls. Who gives a shit? And uh, you know, I don't know. It's 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 scary. It's uh. It's scary when you find yourself being the positive one. <laughs> no, I find I find myself in that situation pretty often, just because I have a, like a I have a pretty sunny disposition for how horrible I think things are. <laughs> like, like yeah, you you're <clears throat> like you would never know it just by your talking. Like, you just like listening to you talk, you wouldn't realize there's so much uh, 
misery behind everything you're saying. Well, I mean, there's there, I mean, part of the whole part of doing the show is to try to connect to the this side of personality than the um, like yesterday I did a solo show just because I was like feeling fucking horrible. I was like, you know, maybe if I can force myself to put on like a game face and do like a funny kind of amusing program, it'll kind of kick me out of, uh, you know, the, the extra doldrums, you know. That's actually pretty funny because I saw you posted that. And I, you know, like we got hit with a, a snowstorm last night. And I was just shot, you know, like from shoveling and everything. I was just shot this morning. I didn't sleep but hardly at all. And I'm flipping around on Facebook. And I think you posted, you posted it on Facebook, right? Yeah, I think so. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, shit, did I do this show last night? Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, did I do his show already? I thought I was, I mean, like, because I don't remember, because I was like writing notes to myself last night, like, I got to remember to be around for Alex's show tomorrow. <laughs> so I was pretty out of it. I thought I might have done it already in my sleep. Oh, that's that would have been really much more fun if somehow that had, that was the case. Yeah. Actually, I got I got the guest appearance, but I I can't do it tonight. But uh, next time I want <laughs> I'm gonna hook up an exercise bike that I found. <laughs> I'm gonna do the whole I'll do the whole show while I'm doing the exercise bike. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Uh. And we'll see if I die on on the on the show. <laughs> Well, I don't particularly want you to die in the show, but I think the uh, uh, giving up point would be amusing to, to follow. It would be like a good third mic thing. Like, have somebody else on, and then I'll just give you little progress updates. Oh, yeah. I'm going, up, I'm going up hills now. <laughs> yes. Look, I'm about to reach the spike. Oh, God. This yeah. is such a relaxation. Heart, my heart rate's 168. I'm trying to think. I, I had a, I had a, uh, um, I had a uh, stationary bike at the old apartment. I'm trying to think if I ever did an episode from the. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I ever did. From from the bike. Yeah, I don't think I did. I know because I used to. Um, I used to set it up really like in the weird positions to like read books or like watch TV. So it's like in this really awkward spots and like just really fucked up. I was like, oh, I wonder if I ever had that idea, but I don't think I ever did. <laughs> Do a whole show and just play exercise. You know, like uh, '80s exercise music behind it. And... Oh, sweet! Yeah. Welcome to the Alex cast. We need a hero. We call it Alex aerobics. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. And I could have like um those like sw- purple sweat ba- wristbands and I'll say Alex on one and cast on the other. And I can kind of fake mime uppercut punch in Billy Blank's uh, imitation. Alex oh, cast. You. Yeah. You got a whole video going out. <laughs> yeah. I just need to get some uh, pink leggings. Well, I can lend you some. I'll mail them out. I appreciate that. Um, Just, yeah, I mean. I it probably goes without saying, but launder them first would be good. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I'm not a, I'm not an animal. Yeah, because that would be uh, slightly <laughs> awkward. So just just because uh, uh, I do want to address a couple things from the audience. Oh, please. One audience, ask me shit so I have stuff to talk about. Uh, I've heard people reference they like the solo shows. If you want more of them, ask me questions. You can send them to alexcast at gmail dot com. Um, or Alex at alexcast.com or there's like a million ways to get in touch with me. Do them. Go to alexcast.com and click stuff. Like if you're going to buy stuff on Amazon, uh, click the Amazon link there and then I'll bring you to Amazon and I get a small percentage of your purchase. And here's the thing. Once you click on it, bookmark that shit. And then you don't have to. That's then, what I did. Yeah, that was smart. I, uh, yeah. I don't, I did. I mean, I guess, I mean, I didn't know that thing. I just kind of forgot about it. I just never really brought it up on the show, but that's the easiest way to do it. Cause then, um, like you know, you're bookmarking the amazon.com slash and like a million other things. And in those million other things is some kind of magical code, which makes uh, them give me some of uh, some money. 
So that's good. And yeah, click around on AlexCast. There's uh, I posted new um, poems on there and some short writing and uh, all sorts of stuff. But the key thing is get in touch and ask me questions so we can do solo shows. Now, because I bring this up, Dean. You may know Dean from earlier in the show when we talked about Dean. You also may know him from that other time on the show where some guy Dean was on. And uh, that's him. That was the real Dean, not the fictional Dean that you thought. I have no idea who the fuck this person is. I really want it. Like, I wish there was like some kind of like yearbook of people I met uh, back then that I could just flip through and just be like, I hope you find them just so we can call him fictional Dean from now on. Yeah. I, I have no idea who the fuck this person was. Um, I was trying to figure out, actually, I think I know that thing, but I think I may have brought this up to Dean that like, I was, I think I was confused about his face. I was trying to figure out what bands he was in. If like, maybe I just confused him with a bandmate. But it wasn't that, so I don't fucking know. But um, Dean asks us, um, well, one, he asks, uh, can you tell me what a periphery sandwich with stranger bread tastes like? And uh, posted a picture (laughs) of two copies of Everyone's a Stranger uh, uh, flanking a copy of Periphery. And that one actually already answered. I said it tastes like someone who owes me at least one more sale. Um, (laughs) But he wants wants to know, uh, hey, Sean, are are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I... I made the mistake. I was at a. Uh, I was in an office the other day, and somebody asked me how I was doing, and I said, uh, "I'm having a nervous breakdown." I said, "I'm good. I'm having a nervous breakdown, but I'm good." And they got very concerned and uh, was like, "Why? What's wrong?" And you know, I come from a line of uh, hysterical Italians, and you know, uh, and just you know, miserable people in general who tend to over. You know, like I say, I'm having a nervous breakdown. It shouldn't be a big deal. You know, I mean, it's just me being hyperbolic, and and. They were genuinely concerned, and then they started telling me like this tale of, oh, they just found out their friend's really sick and probably dying Holy and all this fuck. other stuff. I'm like, all right, I'm fine. I'm actually fine. Yeah. I didn't mean to say I was having – so, yes, I'm, I'm good. All things are considered. I'm, I'm very well. Thank you, Dean, for asking. I'm actually going to stay with them. Well, not stay with them, but I'm going down there next month or March, I think. You mean like oral? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Sweet. Now, uh, New Orleans. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Uh, I would. Uh, yeah, that sounds fun. We'll, you should. Um, we'll call you. Yeah, you should say. Oh, that'd be. Yeah, okay. We'll do it. We're gonna do an Alex cast while you're there, and just have, uh, like, some night when I know you guys are gonna be all drunk. Uh, we'll get it together. That'll be every night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just to, uh, uh, for your answer. Yeah, I get that a lot. Where I actually have to change the way I answer stuff because yeah. I'll like say stuff that I think is kind of funny, and then like literally, like I'll say it on Twitter. I'll say something I find amusing, and I'll get like direct messages like. Are you okay? I'm concerned. I was like, "What?" Like, "Oh, fuck, you're reading it that way." All right, fine. I have to like delete things and like write to people like, "No, I I'm good." That's just that's... Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I did I knocked the garbage over the other day and I'm like, "I hate my fucking life. I wish it was just over already." Yeah. I don't mean that, but it's like kind of you know, I tend to be a little uh flimsy with my uh proclamations of uh misery, I guess. So, I got to watch that i guess at work at least well yeah at one point i made some comment about like how every weekend uh like like oh i don't think i'm gonna make it through this weekend the same as like every other one i've had since i'm 14 or something like that what i actually have people like writing to me like out of concern i'm like don't i mean the the point was i've been doing it every week okay i'll just delete it i forgot it (laughs) but i know it's hard it's like easier to like just say now i'm just you know and try to explain why you say these horrible things it's just easier to i forget i'm deleting yeah yeah, my 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 bad uh he also wants to know uh are you eating enough (laughs) 
Even if I, I could probably take a week off and I'd still be okay. Yeah. All right, so you're good. You've got your uh, winter. You got your winter layer on. My, yeah, my You've winter your, coats uh, in. Yeah. Do, you, do you have your anal plug? Of course. All right, good. Um, just uh, uh, for the audience at home, if you don't know what the fuck that just meant, uh, when bears uh, hibernate over the winter, uh, they eat a bunch of uh, grass and weird binding agents, and they actually get an anal plug so they don't mess themselves during the hibernation thing. And then when they wake so- up, this giant clod of awful uh, pops out. Sometimes you just pop a pine cone right up there, keep it uh, keep yeah. it nice and uh, secure. Yeah, if you're one of those like kind of fancy bears that's got to like yeah. show off everything, you know, like you know what I'm saying, like the boo boos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, it keeps I, it uh, piney, you know, it yeah. keeps the smell down. Sure. Yeah, yeah. the boo boos, you know, the boo boos yeah. of the world. Exactly, and you know <laughs> what I mean? World. Yeah, the Jews. Um, <laughs> Also, just oh, that reminds me. So you just described from, coming from uh, uh, an Italian heritage, describing the aspects of essentially a Jewish person with uh, being being incredibly anxious. And your last name's McGann. It's just, oh, yeah. I just the, well, the I, fucking slamming together of cultures I'm, that went on in that description was amazing. I'm a big mutt. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I just, it just made me happy. It's just, it was Woody Allen describing his his Italian yeah. family uh, from Clan Gan. <laughs> and I, really all I am is a fat Irish Woody Allen without the brilliance really yeah but you also haven't fucked children you don't know that well the, the audience didn't either until you just said that <laughs> well I meant that he did um, well I mean that, that one person said it happened to them yeah I guess that's true yeah. but she was 19 I think wasn't she no there was like a 7 year old Oh, that other one, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's the one they like you kind of forget about. Like they only married that girl and they're still married. It's been twenty years and like, yeah, but there was another one, she was seven. It's like Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I I had forgotten about it too until the recent um yeah, whatever the, the fuck it Golden was. Globes Golden thing. Globes. I was gonna say the BAFTAs. I have no I've the never BAFTAs. used I've never used the term BAFTA in my fucking life and I was almost gonna say the BAFTAs. Dude, I'm using that as an excuse this weekend. If somebody asks me to do something, I'm saying I'm sorry, I can't the BAFTAs are <laughs> yeah, the BAFTAs are on. very, very concerned with who's going to win uh, best daytime. I was gonna invite you to my BAFTAs party, but <laughs> we we're a little we're a little booked. Yeah, so you, get, you know it gets around BAFTA season. <laughs> get anxious around BAFTA season. And then to uh, complete uh, Dean's triumvirate of questions. Oh, no, there's more. Is he dressing warm? No, don't answer that because I don't answer grammatic fucking idiots. Is, is he, he dressing, dressing warm? Lee, you fucking moron. Don't ever, ever disgrace my timeline with the lack of adverbs. <laughs> I don't even know if that's an adverb. I, I'm wearing cargo shorts at the moment, so I guess not. Yeah, that, that would make me concerned. I'm I'm dressed uh, as the captain from a cargo cult in the Dutch Antilles right now. I have uh, very specific. Out. Yes, um, I don't know where the Dutch Antilles are. Um, probably near the other Antilles. Yeah, they're near them. Yeah, and I th- where's the where's the captain of a Dutch Antilles fleet? dressing section that's what i want to know where do you where do you buy those get-ups well i think he's i think he's actually from tantui with luke but i'm not entirely sure oh dutch and you're talking about a wait a minute no i was no one i was talking about the i was talking about the dutch antilles the the, um the um the island chain and then i realized that there's a character uh uh something antilles in um wedge wedge antilles in uh in in the star wars universe star wars universe yeah because it's a war of stars. 
something just came out. I just read something about goddamn Star Wars again. I can't remember what know, it was. I guess um, it's more casting shit. Episode 7, apparently, uh, the script is finished. And, oh, good. Uh, Carrie Fisher was saying that her and the original cast are due to due to set relatively soon. And the rumor going around is that, uh, did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. The um the really creepy dude that showed up at the end of the season, the one that his uncle became like kind of the main bad guy the last Todd? season. Todd. Todd. Apparently, yeah. Todd uh, uh, is they're kind of I uh, either got is cast as like one of the leads or is in talks. But um, they were saying that because he bears a resemblance to Mark Hamill, he might be the um. The child of Luke, the Skywalker boy, the, the Skywalker boy. Yes. Um, well, I I don't know. Remember, like when they used to like write scripts and then make a movie instead of announcing they were making a movie and then write a script for it. Mm, I guess they. No, I don't really remember that. That never happened. I don't know. Is this? Is this? I mean, is I got nothing to follow it up with. I was trying to. Yeah, say, I don't know. I guess they kind of probably do. No, I mean, your comment was actually well, like, it was it was a nice kind of uh, uh, satirical comment. I just had no way to follow it up with, like, when that happened. I was trying to, like, come up with, like, the movies that it happened. I was like, I don't really know. Like, it was just sometime in, like, the 90s, I think, that, like, just when, when, when a lot of movies started breaking the $100 million mark, it seemed yeah. like there was a lot of movies that became uh, the kind of the movie was made and then they started writing the script kind of style yeah yeah like they announced i guess i feel like they've been talking about this shit for a year so like when they say the script's done it's like and they i guess they have been talking about it for a year so it's like the script's done i feel like the fucking movie should be done already yeah and apparently there's multiple movies coming out like not just this trilogy i heard uh Lawrence yeah Clark. like standalones and shit well uh kasdan the guy that wrote uh uh empire strikes empire. back apparently uh, is doing uh the boba fett movie it's pretty well. I mean, I guess that's cool, but like, I, you know, I, the Boba Fett worship in that goddamn community is almost nauseating. It's like the dude was in the movie. Wait, am I? Is this going to be a fight? You got real quiet all of a sudden. No, I. You're, you're uh, perfectly. No, I. I the same. Not the same way, but yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I equate that with fucking people that like the Big Lebowski. It's just like I don't fucking understand why you think this is good. It's just some guy that's doing well, stuff. Well, I, I I'd argue with that, but I no, you'd be wrong. Don't worry. I have issues though. Yeah, I just I, I was re- in the goddamn movie for five minutes. They get swallowed by a land vagina. Yeah, uh, I don't understand what the what the the entire. I yeah, I just don't get what the, I mean, he's cool. I just don't understand. Yeah, he's fine. He looked great. Like, why not the weird lizard guy that was standing next to him? Like, I just I don't he understand why. Fun. Why, yeah. why, like, what the fuck? Why Boba Fett? He was, just, he he was he, wearing a pilot outfit, that guy. What happened to him? What, did, was he a pilot? I'm sure there's... Why doesn't he I'm, get an I'm sure movie? there's at least seven full novels about him uh, in, in <laughs> the Star Wars is. Expanded Universe. Probably fucking fan fiction. Yeah, and, and Boba Fett died in, like, the most embarrassing way. You know, the Boba Fett way... He got knocked over. Yeah, like, yeah, accidentally... Like rockets went off. Accidentally by a blind fucking... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Han Solo. Han Solo, yeah. I kept having Lando Calrissian stuck in my head, and I'm like, "That's no, that's Billy D. Woods. What the fuck's the name of the most iconic character ever?" And I couldn't fucking think. of I'm like, "The guy, the one, the really famous one." The, the the fucking guy. Yeah, that yeah. was. I just read they might make more Indiana Jones movies, and they're talking about not using uh, Harrison Ford, which is like, yeah, just think of something else then. Just make make another make another a new thing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind if they just went back to the the original concept of just 
steal a bunch of shit from the old 30s serials. Not steal, but, you know, yeah, use, I mean, the, use some of the tropes from those old 30s, 20s serials, uh, adventure serials, and then yeah. make a new, like, you know, essentially just do Indiana Jones again, but just call them something. Like, it's a different name, but it's coming from the same place. I think, yeah. I think it would work. They could do it, but, I mean, you know, even, you know, if it's a... Uh... Even if it's a bad ripoff, I mean, if you do it well, it doesn't matter, really. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. They should just do it. I mean, no, they shouldn't because now I think about it. They tried to give it to Shia LaBeouf. But, like, if they if, – if a, if a company that isn't horrible was going to do it and, like, get, like, a cool person to kind of hand the mantle over to and have Harrison Ford play the, um, the, uh, the Sean Connery part, like, not necessarily like, the father, but, like – have him be like the the wizened old veteran of the running yeah. around wars, or he could be Marcus Brody, you know. And then huh. the 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 you know the the younger, more you know, I'm I have the ability to get rolled over by tanks. Guy is the one out in the field, you know, doing all the the special effects stuff. Yeah, I mean, they could have done it like that a little bit with the last one, but I, that last one was just I, I haven't seen it in a long time. But it just it was just a weird movie. It just felt. Like, you know, the other ones were, like, so big, and this one just looked like it was shot on a soundstage for two and a half hours. It was just bizarre. I don't know. I, I really didn't like it, and uh, just the thought of them making more of those just seems kind of silly to me. Yeah, that one I didn't like uh, at all, really. I mean, there was a couple spots where I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, but that one I had watched again somewhat recently with riff tracks on to, to just try to, right. you know, with something to find something to do, but... In watching with Richard, I realized that like if that movie had a better editor, there's actually probably a pretty good movie in there. Not not an Indiana Jones movie, but like there's probably a decent movie in there. It's just the pacing of the editing really fucked it up. Like that first opening, like the opening sequences are are fucking ridiculous. Like it goes from that um he's running away from the Russians and then like goes in the nuclear bomb and he's in the fucking, he's in the refrigerator. Oh, the fridge, yeah. and then, but then he goes to, he's getting washed down from radiation. And then from there it goes into like, there's like this, this big chunk. And then it's like, all right, finally we're starting to set up the story. And then there's that big chase sequence with Shia LaBeouf and the, the toughs. With in the town. motorcycle. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, there was two, like, it was like set piece, short break. Okay. Now we're introducing the movie set piece, short break. And that's just like the pacing of that just fucks the whole movie up. And I think if you chopped one, like literally just chop the whole set piece out, just start the movie with, uh, you know, whatever, like start the movie with him finding out about the crystal skull or whatever with, um, guy with the mustache, whatever his name is. Then the first set piece is half as long with Shia LaBeouf. It'd be fine. Like you're chopping 20 minutes off the film and all of a sudden it's like much tighter. You're actually starting with an Indiana Jones style premise. And then just fucking take some of the take some of the CGI out that was completely useless, and you got a pretty solid C plus movie. Well, yeah, I mean they usually start the other three started with some like an action sequence, but it was unrelated to the movie, really. You know, what I mean, like for the most part, it was like you know, where he found, you know with the big rolling ball in the first one, he finds a thing, he gets in the plane, and there's a snake, and then he got the thing with the uh, Shanghai. I guess where he picks up. Uh, yeah, what's her name in there? Willie, whenever Dan Aykroyd gets him on the plane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're short round. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, it wasn't like really related to the bigger part of. It. I mean, I guess it sets up how they get to India, but um. No, but that's yeah. No, you're right. Like, and they tried to do that with. Oh, wait, and I think 
Oh no, Holy Grail sort of had related. That was a flashback. Yeah, I guess to... it was like with River Phoenix, right? Was the kid in no. the show how he gets the hat and stuff? I don't think yeah, it was. No, I thought River Phoenix was the one that was in the TV show. No, that was the beginning of Last Crusade because the show he gets the uh, hat okay. and everything. Yeah. Um, I just remember they had that Young Indiana Jones TV show. I thought that was River Phoenix, but yeah, you're right. That was from the movie. The only reason I know is because I watched that movie obsessively when I was a Oh, I've left. seen a whole shitload of times. I just don't really... I mean, other than Stand By Me, I don't really know a lot of River Phoenix's stuff. I know he's dead. That's about, I mean, I know Stand that's, By Me uh, and Dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's very well known for that. Yeah, I mean, he did really, I mean, he did a fucking really great, a lot of people at 27 impression. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, check it out. I'm most of the people that were at Woodstock. <laughs> Want to see my job Belushi next? Um, yeah, so River Phoenix is dead. Uh, his brother is alive and uh, really my favorite rapper. <laughs> and everything's yeah. perfect. Jesus, that was, I want that was a that was an interesting career move. That yeah, whole thing. I didn't. Did you see the documentary they made about that? Yeah, I saw oh. about half of it, and I still. He said he was just trolling everybody, and I believe it. But um, I don't know. Watching some of that documentary, it's like maybe he was just really fucked up for a while, and they kind of like halfway you know, like. But like, this isn't really good. Maybe we should just pretend this was a joke the whole time. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out. And I hate things like that where I can't figure it out because it's like, I don't want to give him credit. So I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't actually finish the whole thing. I was like, fuck you. Like, don't fuck, <laughs> don't fuck with my sense of reality. I don't it's just like I don't like you enough to have you win over me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think I don't think you're a fucking I don't think you're a good enough fucking arch nemesis that that you get to win. <laughs> I'm just not going to play. Yeah, exactly. He's he's like my Moriarty's little retarded brother. <laughs> like no, yeah, you don't. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've been yapping for a while. Let's be done. Um, sure. So you are sorry bo- if I yammered. Huh? No, no, you did not yammer at all. I just uh, uh, it, it's in like an hour fifteen at this point. So wow, that's yeah. crazy. We're you know we're you know let's face it, we're engaging uh, interesting men. Yeah, I bet everybody's kind of disappointed it's over, but. Well, you know what they you know what they say is that uh, if you don't like this one, just wait for the next one because we both forget what we talk about and we'll probably repeat ourselves. <laughs> we probably probably go over the same shit every time I want here. That's what, I wish I had more. Like I wish my fans were. I know I bitch about them being apathetic all the time, but this is like me just. It's just more joking than anything else. But like I really wish I had some like obsessive fans that would do that. Like go back and find the shit <laughs> I've repeated, and then like do like a clip show of me saying the exact same shit. Because I'm sure one, I'm sure I've done arguments where I've been on both sides of it. Like with in a year of each other and oh like that nancy grace clip that just came oh no i didn't see that they play her arguing against and for marijuana oh that's awesome arguing with herself oh that's fun yeah uh yeah i'm sure i have a lot of that because i often especially when there's someone in studio or or, you know whatever a guest like i'll just play whatever other side there is just because it's more interesting that way. Dick. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, what the hell are you going to talk about if you agree about everything? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of uh, uh, interviewing style I come from of like, oh, yeah, all right. I mean, I never, I'm not, not strident because I'm not strident about any of my beliefs, but like there's like, it's kind of boring. Like, yeah, I think that too. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. all right, well, we agree. What else? Yeah, I mean, you want to watch some TV now? <laughs> like, uh, we're, all, we're, all, we're all on the same page. Hey, next time we can fight about the following. Oh, TV oh, show. oh, did you, you, did you not enjoy that? 
the last I didn't is there a new one yet? Is that the one you were talking about? No, I I've never seen an episode of the show until um until the other day cuz I was um getting a little antsy and I wanted something to watch. So I just started watching the first season. Okay. Um so you're only like one in one what episode or season? Yeah. No, no, I'm a few, the- No, I'm quite a few episodes in. Uh, I don't I don't know um I'm probably at like episode like eight-ish. Okay. Um, all right, we'll get back to me at the end of the season so we can fight about it. That uh, might be fun. You did, you, you, did, you, you did not enjoy it? <laughs> if you go back to my Twitter feed from a year ago, I used to live tweet. Not like on I mean, like live tweet. Yeah. Like I was, I was just like when I was watching it, I would just tweet. Like if it was like 1 o'clock in the morning and I was watching a replay or something. I could, which, uh, yeah, some of it drove me crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, <laughs> now that you say that, I do think I remember seeing some tweets from you. And, I had no intention of watching the show, so I didn't like remember. But now that you say that, yeah, I think I actually do remember you. And nobody cared, but I kept doing it because it's like I had to say this. This is like it's back to you talking about like watching a movie and then wanting to talk to somebody about it. It was like kind of like fuck it, I don't care. I'm watching this whole season, even though I'm like just done with it. I'm gonna watch the whole goddamn season and just do it on Twitter. I might do it again for the second season. We'll see. But um, yeah, I'll try to catch up. I'll get back to you because I'm also I'm a little. I'm at that stage where I'm not entirely sure how much I like it for the reasons they want me to like it. So right. as, as that the, I can see. As the show moves on, I I'm I, I'm I'm questioning whether or not I'm going to be really amused because like there's I I just like how some it's shot. I like the way they use the music a lot of the time, and right. um the um his his uh the, the younger FBI agent he works with I, I like him. Oh, uh, Iceman from the X-Men. Yeah, movies? Iceman from X-Men. Yeah. Um and I thought uh the the um the lead uh, not the not the lead bad guy, the lead, the lead Emma is is quite good. Okay. Um like just acting wise. So it's like but I think some of the stuff I found amusing now that they're doing it like there's a certain amount like it's kind of they're kind of overdoing some of the stuff I found amusing uh, that it's like, "Oh, uh, well now all right, now you're getting a little over the top here like the same as like any Moriarty story, not to bring him up again, like in in, in, right. in Sherlock Holmes thing, where it's like, really, you've got that intricate a web of everything set up to have exactly this situation. Like, yeah, you can pull it off a couple times, but after a while, it's like, oh Jesus Christ, there's no fucking way you did that. There's no way you set that up. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to talk about this, and I want to go back and pull up my tweets from last year just to think, because I remember a couple of things you were just saying about a couple of things that reminded me of some stuff. So, all right, well, yeah, yeah. when I when I finish it, I'll yeah, get... I mean, because I don't. I don't want to go on and on about it, but yeah, that, when you catch up, let me know. Yeah, yeah, when I finish these, I'll get back in touch because yeah, I think that would be a terribly amusing thing. Of, let's yeah. let's, get, <laughs> let's 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 compare results. Uh, all right, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Bleak07 right, well, on Twitter at Bleak07. Uh, you can find Sean's book on the internet, being on Amazon. That is uh, uh, every every everyone's one, a stranger. Jesus Christ, everybody! I kept wanting to say, I'm like, everybody. I almost say that every fucking time, and I'm like, you fucking moron! You named your book, and you don't remember what the fuck it's called. Yeah, it's. it's I, oh, sorry. Go. The file I saved that as was everybody's a stranger. That's how fucking stupid I am. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different because it's the title you wrote, but I do that with anybody referencing anything for Void Sutures. I'm like, y- you just tell me what the thing was about. I have no fucking idea what any of the titles are. <laughs> no, you remember the blah 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 blah. No, I don't. No, I don't. I, no they idea. none of them ever had titles. I just did that because they was expected <laughs> of me. You have to tell me what the poem was about. Or tell me what page it is. I'll fucking bring the file up because I don't have a fucking clue what this title is. But um, yeah, uh, so everyone's a stranger on Amazon, Bleak07 on Twitter. And uh, what was the name of the radio show again? 
Oh, uh, good music with Evan Toth. It's uh, www.wfdu.fm. And you're uh, are so you? What's that? Are you on every episode now, or is it just like uh, on... most of them? Okay, uh, I'll be on the next three times because uh, fun. The next one's Saturday, and then we'll just two after that are fundraisers. So I will be on that. What are you raising and funds we'll see for? From there, the station. It's a uh, non. You know, oh, WFDU. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's sorry. Yeah. I, for some reason, the dot .fm threw me. I'm like, no, I'm so ridiculously familiar with WFDU. It's, it's... Oh, yeah, it's college radio. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's just... Oh. I just remember... No, I used to like that station when I lived in Jersey. I just, I, like, I spaced out because once it's on the internet, like, once my head's in internet mode, I don't think of driving around in my old fucking Hyundai listening to music in New Jersey. It's... <laughs> I'm at a computer, so I was like, oh, wait, WFDU? Oh, yes, the thing I've listened to, you know, hundreds of thousands of times, you know? Yeah, it's a cool little station. I mean, uh, you know, they uh, they got some weird stuff on there. It's, so it's uh, yeah, if you know, you're looking for something to listen to, might yeah. be good. Yeah, they do. Uh, they're good. Time. Are they the ones that did the record sales? No, that's um, is that FMU? I think that might be FMU. Hey, that's FMU. That's the other one. Okay, yeah, those are yeah. the two that I liked. Um, they're not. They're not that. They're not as big as that. But um, they like Saturday nights. They got some really good shows and. Uh, you know, it's 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 a cool little channel. Yeah, don't you have to you? That's the one. That's fairly Dickinson, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all coming so back I get to me to now. Drive to Hackensack at eight o'clock in the morning every other Saturday. It's... Fuck yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, tell uh, tell Route Four. I said hello. Yeah, I will. <laughs> See what I did there? I, I was making it local. I'll I'll leave a copy of Periphery on one of the uh, bus stops. Oh, please take do. a you, picture of it. I don't know me. if you've been following this weirdness with uh, 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 readers of Periphery are now finding plastic dinosaurs around. Um, yeah, I saw a couple of them on the. Uh, you posted them on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for those because that's um that's weird. Yeah, I will actually. I, I feel like I probably well, it's, everything's covered in snow, so maybe when it melts. Be a oh yeah, around. yeah. Okay, so I can't really expect any from the East Coast for a while, but once the snow melts, um, once the thaw, yeah, yeah, once, yeah. So we should say that all dramatically, though. Maybe but, it'll be a uh, plastic, plastic dinosaur bones. Oh, that would be fucking awesome! <laughs> like some kind of weird dinosaur modeling kit that was just laying on the yeah. side of the road. Like, what the fuck happened? Oh wow, it's both a metaphor and a fucking symbolism for Alex's career as a writer. <laughs> Uh, Staying positive. <laughs> that's what I do. Just say horrible things, but in an upbeat voice. Uh, yes. So that has been Sean McGann, and I have been Thank you very much. Uh, Alex McBolan, and this has been the Alex Cast. Thank you, Sean. I shall see you momentarily somewhere else. Cool. Well, not momentarily. You know, just at some point. Yeah. Whatever. At some point. Yeah. All right. Sure. Far out. Man. Far out. Groovy, Bruce. Bye. <laughs>